There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to Random Topic Generator, a podcast where two men enter to make sense out of a conversation under 20 minutes with a random topic. We are your casters, Rob and Sev. How are you doing? Good, good, good. I love it when you pause after you say two men enter. It's just hilarious. <laughs> I don't know if it's done on purpose, but you know the insinuation is just hilarious. I'm good, man. I'm good. That is... For all of our uh, seven listeners out there, episode 14 was recorded, which was a very, uh, probably one of our best shows it ever. Was, I think it was the best one, yeah. It was best, best show. One. But because of episode 13 and it's bad luck, um, mm. I forgot to press record. So technically, <laughs> this is episode 15, and we will see what the random topic generator gods have for us. Let's see. Yeah, it's... So it's not going to be a thing where, like, you know, a couple of years from now, we're going to have the episode 14 uh, Rob and Sev cut, like the Snyder cut. Like, we don't have it recorded. It's not there in, like, some vault with, like, in a tin can. So, you know. It's never going to be happening. It, but it did happen. It's one of those things yeah. that happened. But it's sort of like when, I don't know, what was it? Will Chamberlain scored 100 points? It did happen, but there was no recording of it. Mm-hmm. But, but there's Great a box. sports reference, yes. There we go. Let's see what we got today. Do you prefer fiction or nonfiction <laughs> books? I love these books themes. Like, yeah. you know, with two people that don't really read a lot or like not currently. Interesting. Go for it. You go first. Look, I, I like either or and it just really depends on the subject matter. Like for me, one of the few books that I can re- really recall that were nonfiction was the I, I guess is biography or what's the other version of the biotic like somebody else wrote it but the person that wrote steve jobs's life um he, autobiography or no that's yeah that's what i'm talking about uh, mm. but steve jobs's biography it mm. was a great book because what the biography did is it really talked about like his life, various levels of how he became who he was. He got a lot of great insight about the individual and what really I think was very different. And I don't know, and this is from someone that doesn't read a lot, specifically nonfiction or books in general. They interviewed Mm -hmm. their contemporaries with him or like people that were his friends. So, for example, like for Steve Jobs' book, that was hand, like biography was done by Walter something. They had the chance to interview Bill Gates. And Bill Gates kind of gave his perspective on his Mm. relationships and thoughts of Steve Jobs. Mm. And imagine like this guy is another superpower in the tech industry. I mean, you, you have these two big people, but this person was just like, talking about him and you know he passed away and there wasn't really you know it's not like steve can buffer him but what steve jobs really allowed him to do is he's like you know what write my book and i ain't gonna come filter you in any way and this and like his wife had a segment in it 
his children had a segment in it. And it was really interesting to see like their kids understood who their dad was and what he was trying to do. And it also mm-hmm. talked about like his madness, but that's what I really love. If I'm going to read a book, I really want something current and about a, an amazing individual because historical books are sometimes I feel like they're talking about like stats or references and how accurate could that be? Because I feel like back then, someone, if you wrote, like, I don't know, a biography about Genghis Khan, unless the mm-hmm. dude was, like, in the other side of the world, like, he would get mm-hmm. his head chopped off. Yeah, totally. There's an insane bias writing during the times of what you're writing about, for sure. That's weird. Um, I mean, man, I probably would rather read like voluntarily read fiction Mm -hmm. but i have found myself reading much more like textbook and more informative things um yeah it's just more i'm usually reading to gain information Mm -hmm. um and not for entertainment purposes i wish it was the other way around you know because I, i always correlated reading to like school and things like that, that I didn't, it just was like a bad taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, so anytime I went towards a book, it was mainly for uh, like, I needed to, you know, inform myself of something. It's never really like, man, I'd love to read this Harry Potter book or something like that. Um, I wish I did though, because there were a lot of awesome books. Like you're just, you know, like I loved hanging out and hanging around Barnes and Noble when I study. Mm Because you just look at these books and especially, I don't know if it's just a thing, like don't literally don't judge a book by its cover, but you, I would literally judge the book by its cover. I'd look and be like, wow, what a great like fiction book. That looks really cool. It just looks awesome. I never read them because I basically didn't have time to. Um, So I really do envy those people that get to read like a lot, especially fiction. Um, I was watching this random interview with Reese Witherspoon and she was talking about it was like season one of um, Pretty Little Lies or something like that. HBO's mm-hmm. uh, show. Re- really good show. And she was talking about how I disagree, she by reads. the way. <laughs> you don't like it? I love it. Oh, God, I love it. So good. Um, Shaylee Woodley's awesome. And I didn't know she lives around us. So I saw her at a Ralph's. Very cool. Very awkward. Um, so uh, <laughs> Reese Witherspoon reads like a book a day, she says. Which what? is insane. But this is the thing, too, is, like, it's not, look, first off, they get to read a book a day because, yeah, they can spend, like, three months working on a movie, make, like, $18 million, do a couple of commercials, and, yeah, I have a schedule. Yeah, that, that, that's my biggest pet peeve when they say, like, oh, I have time to do yoga. And totally, totally. Eat, eat the healthiest foods. I'm like, yeah, if everything's catered to you, I mean, you deserve it, you've earned it, but don't, mm-hmm. don't try to act regular. Yeah, no, 100% I agree with you. Like, I, I mean, I envy that because of many other reasons. I was just specifically talking about the book, uh, the ability to like grab a book you want to read and just read it or like do that out of entertainment purposes. But she is like completely um, like blinded to the reality probably that, dude, you, you get to schedule your day. You get to schedule your day around you. You get to sit down and t- spend three hours reading a day or whatever it is. Not everyone can do that and, and doesn't afford, can't afford the right to do that. It reminds me of that, um, that um, 
post, I think it was like an Instagram post or something like that. I saw it on Reddit that um, Mac did from Always Sunny for like season 13, I think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or like 11, I'm not sure which one. He got really ripped. He went from being oh, a yeah. fat Mac to ripped. And then people were like telling him like, that's amazing, this, that. Like you're an inspiration to people that are overweight to lose weight and be able to like, what a great thing you did to inspire people. And I guess he had gotten really annoyed of that. So he had posted like a nice post of him being fat and then him ripped perfectly. And he goes, anyone can do this. Anyone can go from fat to rip. All you need is, and he listed all of the trainers that he <laughs> used. And he listed all of like how much it would cost and everything like that. And all you need is an expensive studio to back you for six months while, while a trainer is on you 24-7 and you're eating the most expensive food possible so you'll be perfectly fit. That's all you need, guys. Anyone can do it. Hashtag reality, you know? Like, it's just like the way he broke it. He was like, dude, like, come on. There's like millions of dollars being poured into the show. Like, they have a budget for literally me getting into shape. This shouldn't be a representation of the reality we live in, in which people are overweight and, you know, takes a lot of effort and time. And sometimes you don't succeed like this fictional character does in reality. So I get it. The book reading thing is similar to that. I know normal people shouldn't, aren't usually able to read a book a day, but damn, I wish I could like just at least read a book a month. That'd be cool. Like a fun book, not like an informative. I I think the thing too is a part of some, well, I, you have, your job is you know, there's a physical aspect and then a, a writing aspect, whereas in a lot of people's jobs are more reading. So I think there comes a point that we read so much, I guess, like whether it's work, emails, writing, whatever mm-hmm. it is, then we have our Instagrams and our social media stuff that we're reading. Mm-hmm. Like we don't want to read anymore. And I think in some ways we've become so particular on a quality of something like we don't want to read a bad book we don't like we'll read a bazillion horrible text messages but like we would never invest like oh my god i started reading this book it was horrible i i I, in some ways the only thing i'll say is like if i do read something i will finish it even if it's garbage because i'm like let me complete this like because i know i'm not going to go back and ever do it again which is horrible but in terms of like science fiction or non-fiction i also then all of a sudden mm. geared towards the the science fiction because like 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 uh, brave new world i read it like mm. maybe seven years ago and guess what they're making a tv show about it i would i can't wait to nice. see how they compare brave new world like the the story they that is like you know critically acclaimed for generations of people have read it to what they've made in the mm-hmm. tv show hopefully it'll stand the test of time or maybe it won't maybe it'll be terrible but it's one of those things like i really want to hopefully one day have an opportunity to read it i've seen all versions of it i've seen shiny and dr sleep mm-hmm. but i would want to know like mm-hmm. how good or it dune. is like well dune's like epic like i don't think like that's one of like i don't even want to read it because i would feel so bad if i didn't like it because the whole world that Dune has built, I love it. I was mm. Sci-Fi Channel when those Dune series came out. I watched mm. it. I, I think I even recorded on VHS so I can rewatch it again. Yeah, man, I'm just ecstatic for December. December 18th, I think it comes out. It's just gonna be insane. Uh, Denis Villeneuve, man, it's gonna be insane. On, on, on video on demand. <laughs> oh God, yeah. 
Yep, yep. Uh, that, you know, like a four hundred million dollar movie on VOD. Look, man, if they if they do it right, it will be successful, because they really have to get like. If you told everyone you can watch this movie for five bucks, I guarantee everyone <laughs> will watch it. Five bucks. No, it's gonna it's gonna be. It's going to be $30, $29.99 for sure. It has to be, or else they'll get rocked. Again, $400 million budget or something ridiculous like that. Um, and secondly, it's not going to do good. Denis Villeneuve is notorious for never opening good um, with amazing movies. None of his movies opened the good. Didn't he do Blade Runner 2049? Oh my God. Yeah, that was shitty so- opening, amazing movie. Like, it's just, that's just the pattern. You see, like, it just, I don't understand, but this is the we- world we live in. I, re- I remember reading an article. It's like, we don't deserve nice movies when that movie mm-hmm. came out. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. it was the best, like, in my opinion, like, what a sequel should be. That is the best sequel. But uh, again, like, if you make a three-hour movie and it's yeah. a very slow-paced yeah. Yeah. movie, it's like the equivalent to, like, reading a book. I remember I'd read, like, fiction books like Twilight. I would mm-hmm. read the Twilight book and I mm-hmm. read all of them, but mm-hmm. I really was dying for the parts that geared towards my interest, like vampire lore, the history, mm-hmm. who they were, character backstory. I mean, yeah. the entire book is like 80% of how Edward looks and smells or how <laughs> Bella looks and smells. But then like, tell me the backstory, you know, like who are yeah. these characters, where do they come from? Um, you know, that's what geared me towards Twilight. But yeah, I mean, I watched the, uh, um, Twilight was a strange one for me. I didn't read any of the books, not because I didn't want to. I would have totally read them. Um, But I watched all of the movies the first day they came out with my older brother. I don't know why. We just both liked it. We were like the only people there, like watching it that were not women or a couple. Hilarious. It's it's not that bad. I I had Amazon Prime and I Mm rewatched it. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. look, this is pretty accurate to the... I mean, you know what they did is the book... If you read the book and you watch the movie, that's pretty much what the book is, you know? Like, they went straight yeah. to the point. Whereas in the book is too... You can't keep talking about Edward's hair. Like, stop yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, I, I think it probably still holds. Um, accepting all the cheesiness and everything like that. And if you're into that, which I am, I think it still holds. You know, you watch the movie, like, cool, yeah, obviously. Come on, guys. It's not going to be like fucking, I don't know what, you know, it's not going to be Blade Runner 2049. This yeah. is a different movie. So just got to accept that. But, um, we were talking about Blade Runner. Oh yeah. Uh, shit. God damn. It's just went off topic with the books. You notice how we always lean. I don't know if it's my fault. Are we always leaning towards film and TV because of me? Or is that like a, a thing we just, we're just both into? I, I think it's something we're both into. And at, then at some point, at least we get to drop. Like good good yeah. one minutes on books i mean like on movies yeah. and film at least we could say that but like going back to the topic you're yeah. a lord of the rings fan how many times have you read those books once i've read once. it all the way through <laughs> yeah yeah i dude it's there too i mean i consider consider uh like reading lord of the rings as in reading all of the books including the Hobbit, damn, that was the worst one. But it was just a playful thing. The Hobbit was the shortest one, and it was just a very playful thing. Um, so, I mean, I but I consider when you read Lord of the Rings, you read all of it, you know? You, it's like 
you can't watch Lord of the Rings and be like, yeah, I watched Lord of the Rings. And you go, oh, yeah, did you know what happened in this or whatever? And that's like in the third movie or whatever, the second movie. And you're like, no, I just watched the first one. Like, what? What are you talking about, dude? It's a trilogy. You have to do the whole thing together as like an ensemble package. So reading, same thing. So as a result, I only read it once. Totally liked it, but I only read it once. Would you ever think you would reread it? Or if you had children, would you read that book to them? No, um, I would not read it to them. I mean, it depends on how old they are. Uh, but it just gets scary with the Sarum and stuff like that and the dark wizardry. If they're young, I would probably not read it to, to them. Um, but rereading it, um, shit. I, would I want to? Hell yeah. Would I actually reread it? Damn, I don't know. Like, I still have War and Peace I need to read that I'm using as like a footstand a thousand page footstand, you know? So it's like, I don't know if I really like, it'd be a little irresponsible. I should probably read other books uh, that I need to get in inside, like inside the mind of that world. Like War and Peace is just a very random literary example, but even other fictional books. Like I'd love to read Harry Potter, all of them, you know? I, I read, cool. you know, you know what the thing too is, I guess there's a certain genre, whether it's like, I, I can say like the Twilight and Lord of the Rings. There are those books that are somehow, I don't know if it's because they're so written in a special style that you can finish the book really fast. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, uh, yeah. J.K. Rowling, my, my hat's off to her because mm -hmm. regardless of whatever she does in life afterwards or whatever she says, those nonfiction books are like probably like a holy grail of literature. Like, imagine that universe, like, like how many people outside of her that's living right now that says they've created a universe that is uh, like, I put her on the pedestal of the equivalent those of fiction books. You mean, right? Yeah. Like those fiction books, yeah. whether mm -hmm. if you want to, whether, if, but I, even the fiction books, like even the cinema world of like George Lucas, mm -hmm. the JK Rowling to uh, the Marvel creator, I forget Stan Lee. Like they've created mm -hmm. like these universes that are, have like religious followings and that's 100%. how good that's their fi that's how good their fiction is yeah that's insane i mean i don't i can't even fathom the the idea or the feeling you must have as a creator to have created a universe like that like like you're saying the star wars franchise or the marvel franchise or whatever even spielberg with his like jaws and things like that like just to come up with back to the future for example you know, like Robert Zemeckis and Spielberg must be like, just, they just must feel so good. Like, damn, man, I made an impact, a social impact, something that really resonates with people and it passes, it surpasses time, you know, because it has just such high quality and, and content. That's crazy. That's insane. I can't imagine how they feel. I'm very happy with tons of money, but I don't know about Spielberg. Spielberg, his daughter apparently is like a porn star or something. So what? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to do research. That's gonna, you do some for film research, yeah. For, for, <laughs> for, for, for film purposes. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know, but um, I really wish I had, like, I don't know. I just, I'm not geared towards, like, I'm more geared, as a creative person, I'm geared towards writing my own fiction and my own stories because that's what I'm working on. But mm -hmm. I can't cool. sit down and really, like, I should make a goal of it. Maybe it's because of the environment I live in. 
But I think when I live in my own place, I'm really going to try to create a time. Yeah. Or do the no, audible totally. thing. Yeah. Do the audible thing. Mm, mm. You know? Oh, there you go. Game of Thrones. There you go. Um, I listened to book one and two of Game of Thrones on, on the audible thing uh, because I didn't have time to read it. So I just literally listened to it. Mm-hmm. blasted in my ears it was awesome totally cool his voice the guy the narrator guy is just so annoying oh really uh, i guess maybe it'll be blasphemy for other people that are like you know totally into that specific reader a uh, voiceover artist but he's just it's just so annoying because he does different voices for different characters and Tyrion's voice is just it's unbelievably appalling. It's just, I cannot listen to it. Like every time it's some weird, like, wow, hello. Like it just completely breaks me out of reality of the, of the fictional world. Weird. But yeah, I did that. I did that audible thing. Like, yeah, they should have, they should have just, I don't know why they don't hire the cast. Like, look mm. guys, we can make a ton of money off this. Everybody will get some little form of royalty or like a check. You have yeah. the cast and you can have like, Sean Bean or whatever, Sean Ben or whatever his name yeah, is. Sean like, Bean, yeah. Like, let him be like the main narrator or everybody take turns narrating, you know? That would be so cool. I think I heard, I heard someone say that they have it or that they're working on it. Very cool. Like, Braun in the show, the character Braun, I'm not sure his, his name, I forgot his name. Um, he actually does voiceover uh, reading, like, he reads books and he has like a whole app. Um, dedicated to him reading to you so you can fall asleep you know it's always like promoted in random youtube videos and like um podcasts so like they do that stuff totally like man imagine like hbo should seriously fund that they should fund an audible version of game of thrones that isn't that weird old man that does creepy shit and creepy voices that just throw you out of reality because if it's the actual voices that'd be crazy like a show be like watching a show again it will be And hopefully it'll have a better better ending than how we end this podcast. <laughs> or, or how they ended the show, yeah. However it may be. Well, for Rob and Sev, thank you for listening to podcast number 15. Mm. May the spirit of number 14 be at peace. Peace out.